Welcome to PNCC Speak, the language of executives. I'm Carol Daniel here at KMOX, alongside my friend Michael Scully, regional president of PNC. Michael, how are you, my friend? Carol, good afternoon. I'm thrilled to be here again. It's so great to have you. You've got on great socks today. What's happening on your ankles there? Oh, I just had to shake it up a bit. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. He's a banker, but he's got style, my friends. Uh, For the next hour, we plan to bring you stories, advice, wisdom, and outlook from an uber-successful business owner that we hope at PNCC Speak the Language of Executives will ultimately lead to growth in your business, even, we think, the start of a business. Someone listening today is going to be inspired to take that idea that they've had for a long time and think, you know what? I can do it, and I can do it here in St. Louis. So our next guest, uh, I am so excited to have him. He is always a great conversation because he's an incredible visionary. He is Bob O'Loughlin, the chairman and CEO of Lodging and Hospitality Management, headquartered here in St. Louis. LHM works with independent and brand-affiliated hotels and restaurants and commercial properties. And before all is said and done, I plan to pitch to him the restart of a banjo sing-along bar, which is buried deep in his history. (laughs) We're going to talk about it. Bob O'Loughlin, welcome to PNCC Speak, the language of executives. Well, thanks, Carol. Thanks, Mike, for having me. And I'm very excited about being here today. Uh, We have to, we got to go back and, and figure out how we look at the man today and how successful you are today where it all started for you. you. You turned around a lot of properties. You were a young man managing hotels all around the country. G- give us that those stories. Yeah, I grew up in uh, Hartford, Connecticut. And uh, literally, when I got out of college, uh, I looked at ad in the paper, and they had uh, a job opening for assistant controller at the Hilton in Hartford. Uh, so I took the job and uh, just fell in love with the hotel business and became very good at it. And so the general manager of Hartford got promoted to Cincinnati and took me along with him. So in three years, I was the number two guy of a 900-room hotel in Cincinnati. Uh, and then I got promoted three years later to go to Oakland, California as a general manager. There, I hired Tom Hanks, his first job as a bellman at our hotel. The Tom Hanks, excuse me? The Tom Hanks. Seriously? That's not in your bio, Bob. He he drove the bus to and from the airport, and our bell captain says, you got to meet young Tom. He just got out of school. He wants to go to Hollywood. He's very funny. He's going to be a big star. So I went out on the Hilton bus and said, Tom, good luck to you. And uh, he talks about it uh, on air when he's with Ellen DeGeneres as one of his favorite jobs. And so I was out there for three years and I got promoted to uh, San Francisco where I ran a 600-room hotel at the airport. And then um, they wanted me to move to uh, Atlanta. So we had moved uh, in nine years five times. And one of the things they wanted me to live in the hotel, that was a criteria. My wife and I didn't want to do that. And a competitor of ours in Cincinnati uh, called me and said, we have a 900-room hotel called Stouffer's in St. Louis. We'd like you to come here and run it for us. At that time, they had eight hotels. I came here in 1977, and we grew the company from eight to 60. 
Uh, they wanted me to move to Denver, and I fell in love with the Midwest, and I fell in love with St. Louis. And so in uh, 1986, I decided to start my own company. Uh, and uh, basically, we would do third-party management contracts uh, for a lot of lenders. Uh, 86, as Mike will recall, was a tax law change, and a lot of real estate went back to the lenders. Uh, and then the lenders would ask me, well, do you want to buy this? And so uh, my first purchase of a hotel was a 200-room hotel down in Orlando uh, that Ed Trusheim uh, had taken back. He was with General American, and uh, kind of a funny story. I went down there. I looked at the property with this guy in Florida. He said, uh, what will you give it? Uh, give us for the purchase price. I said, well, what do you have in it? He said, $5 million. I said, I'll give you $3 million six, uh, if you'll finance 100%, which Mike will appreciate. <laughs> and so a half hour later, the guy called me back and he said, you got it. And I thought for a second, maybe I should have said $2 million six. <laughs> But that was very successful, and then uh, we did third-party management for Goldman Sachs, and my first big purchase was the two Sheridans at Westport, and then I followed up by buying the Hilton at the airport. And it seemed like every uh, time somebody wanted to sell a hotel in St. Louis, I'd get the call. They'd call you. And it just started to roll from there, and uh, it's been a very successful run for us. I think I've been involved in the United States approximately 150 hotels to either own or manage them. Uh, we go to either Hilton or Marriott, and I had the honor of working for uh, Baron Hilton, uh, Conrad Hilton when I was out on the West Coast. And one of the funny stories when we were out there, they wanted me to live in the hotel. They invited me to speak at one of the board meetings. And the night before, we went to a cocktail party in San Francisco. And my wife came with me. And my wife is very outspoken. Uh, and uh, the president said, now, Kathy, uh, Bob's going to have to uh, live in the hotel the next assignment. Kathy said, well, he'll be living there without me. <laughs> so uh, I looked at her and I said, uh, you know, public speaking is out for you in the future. <laughs> but uh, uh, we wanted to raise our kids outside of the hotel. We came to St. Louis, fell in love with it. Uh, we did grow the company to 60 hotels. They wanted me to move to Denver. I started my company. Uh, it has been very successful. I just love the Midwest. I love St. Louis. Uh, we have a lot invested in St. Louis, and uh, it, it's a great city to be in. Well, Bob, I, I was thinking I had known you for at least 30 years, but I think it's been longer because I remember those days in 86. I remember all those loan defaults uh, coming to, back to the bank. And you were actually a godsend for the banks because you had an exit strategy, and that was always so helpful. I'm curious, in all those experiences and stops you had along the way, there's got to be some stories because you are, after all, in the hospitality industry. Some stories about the hotels, the people you've run across, the I can't believe this just happened at our <laughs> property stories. Share a couple of those if you would. Well, you know, I mentioned the Oakland uh, property, which was the most fun. It was my first general manager's job. And it was uh, basically in the 70s where we had three world championships. Uh, the A's won. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, who stayed at our hotel, 
uh, won an NBA championship, and we got to meet just everybody who was everybody that would come to the hotel, and I would greet them. And uh, because we're at the airport, they'd want to sit down and talk to me. So I got to meet. We had uh, Billie Jean King started World Team Tennis out there and uh, to meet John Newcomb, Rod Laver. Uh, and then uh, one of the funny uh, stories with Tom Hanks, he had a crush on Chrissy Everett. Uh, so one day he went knocked on the room just so he could meet her uh, with an excuse to meet her. And she he got her out of the shower. And she was all upset. But Tom got to meet uh, Chrissy Everett. Uh, we also had the Black Hall of Fame in Oakland. So every year... Uh, Kathy and I would be down having dinner and there'd be Aretha Franklin and, you know, everybody you could think of. Wow. In it. So that was, uh, uh, you know, a lot of fun. Marvin Gaye played in our ballroom uh, one evening. Uh, and then uh, 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 I took Ronald Reagan to his room. And while we were walking to his suite, I kept looking at him. It was between the time he was governor and president, and all I could think of was a borax commercial. And I, I, he was so, you know, uh, regal looking. I was afraid to ask him that question, but uh, we chit chatted. And Bob Hope insisted that I sit down with him and watch a football game. Uh, met Just Bing, insisted. Jay, yeah, and uh, he was the most down earth guy you'd ever want to meet. Uh, I could. Uh, uh, George Foreman stayed with us for three months before. But Muhammad Ali, uh, the Al Davis, who was the first coach for Baron Hilton, my boss, uh, in San Diego, uh, stayed uh, with us. Uh, Al Davis had the Oakland Raiders, of course. And uh, it, uh, I could go on and on with stories about the celebrities uh, that were at that hotel. But it was a heck of a lot of fun. I always thought I would stay out on the West Coast because I really liked the weather. Uh, but when an opportunity came to St. Louis, I, I jumped on it. Well, we are so glad that you did, Bob O'Loughlin. We're going to take a quick break, uh, and that is a perfect place because during the commercial break, you better believe I'm going to ask him about Marvin Gaye and Aretha Franklin. He is Bob <laughs> O'Loughlin, CEO and Chairman of Lodging and Hospitality Management. I'm Carol Daniel. He is Michael Scully, Regional President of PNC. More PNC C-Speak, the language of executives, after this. Welcome back to PNC C-Speak, the language of executives. You can go back and listen to our previous podcast by going to KMOX.com slash PNC C-Speak. Very easy to find on our website. Michael Scully is the regional president of PNC, and we are joined in studio by a very busy man, visionary, successful indeed in turning around properties around the country. He's the chair and CEO of Lodging and Hospitality Management, Bob O'Loughlin. Um, you... I thought I read that you, as chair of the St. Louis Convention Visitors Bureau, that you stepped in and volunteered and said, I'll run it, which I thought I, – I, I read the word voluntarily stepped in, and I was sort of stunned by that. Take us back to that time and why you decided to do that. Yeah, I, I was on the board of the Convention of Visitors Commission for a number of years, and Ed Trusheim was the chairman. And we unfortunately had to let go the president uh, during a period of time we were on the board. And uh, I said, look, it, I'll be happy to come over on a daily basis because my office was near uh, the CVC's office and just kind of sign checks, keep it rolling. I was ahead of the search committee, which ultimately hired Bob Bedell from Indiana in Indianapolis. And uh, so I was there for almost nine months till we uh, secured uh, a replacement. And uh, it was uh, 
a lot of fun. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, I was starting my own business and we were running the business. So it was also a, a challenge to, to do both. But uh, ultimately, uh, we got Bob Adell, who did a great job for us. And then subsequently, Dan Deardorff became the chairman uh, of the CVC. I was ahead of the search committee and we hired Kitty Ratcliffe, who's currently with us. And Carol, that's just the tip of the iceberg. I've known Bob for so many years. He is a doer. So he's involved <laughs> with everything. He's got his fingers in lots and lots of pies. A couple that I'm most familiar with would be our St. Louis efforts in tourism, which are pretty extensive and they're showing a lot of fruit, but also public safety, which is at the forefront right. today. Bob, talk for a minute about what you're doing with the RBC, for example, the Regional Business Council, our new police chief, if you care to. Yeah, happy to do it. Uh, in tourism, uh, Kit Bond, when he was governor, asked me to head up the Tourism Commission for the state of Missouri. So Pete Hershen, who owns Silver Dollar City, and I were able to uh, uh, get a tax uh, passed uh, in tourism. Our budget was 800000 a year. It's now $36 million a year. And tourism all through Missouri, and specifically St. Louis, uh, is, is really taken off. And so uh, I'm knee-deep into uh, bringing people in here from out of town, whether it's tourists to see uh, the Cardinals, uh, the new soccer team, uh, or conventions that come in here. And as you mentioned, Mike, uh, safety and security uh, is really important in all of our cities throughout the United States. And uh, consequently, I've been working on different uh, things to make sure that when people come in, they're not worried about uh, any type of car break-ins or, or anything that will go on while you're visiting any American city, including St. Louis. So I've been working on that in the downtown area. Uh, I raised a million dollars, most most of it our money, to do the attractive lighting downtown because I felt, you know, if it looks lit up uh, like it is in the daytime at night and you see colorful lighting, uh, that's a plus. Uh, and then uh, if you have big crowds downtown, uh, you know, uh, that'll make people feel safe. And so there's a number of things we're working on uh, with Bill DeWitt, uh, uh, who's head of the Cardinals, uh, Tom Stillman, uh, Andy Taylor. And we're all committed to make St. Louis one of the safest cities in the United States. And uh, along the lines, uh, uh, we're working with the mayor's office. We're thrilled that Bob Tracy came here from Delaware. I've spent a lot of time with him. Uh, he is really uh, an exceptional uh, person if you want to meet him. He uh, manages from the top down. He's had uh, great success in New York uh, where he signed on. His dad was a policeman for 39 years in the Bronx. He signed on when he was 20. He spent time in Chicago, south side of Chicago. Uh, he was in Wilmington, Delaware, did a great job there. And now that he's taken over, uh, I, I think we've got an excellent police chief. And I think we have a good future of how we can make everybody feel safe uh, and uh, have lots of people come to St. Louis. Sometimes I feel like, Bob, the region is so fractured uh, and we are, uh, you know, the municipalities, the number of municipalities in St. Louis County has always been pointed to as a bit of a challenge. Um, do you think that 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 we are fractured and that that is a problem in coming to real region wide solutions, getting on one page, if you will, to address the issues that that 
frankly, we all we all are in this together that we all face. Yeah, uh, most definitely. If you look at the cities that kind of turned it around, Indianapolis did it, Louisville did it, Nashville did it. And it was all where the city and the county got together uh, and worked together as a region. Uh, many times uh, we're competing uh, and uh, we were uh, asked to build a hotel uh, with Warren Buffett's company, uh, Nebraska, and they were looking at uh, North St. Louis or Plano, Texas. And basically, uh, the guy who headed it up said, in St. Louis, we had to meet with the mayor of Berkeley. We had to meet with the mayor of St. Louis and the county executive. Down in Texas, it was one person. They had no state tax. And he said it was a very simple decision. We moved to Texas, and would you build your hotel next to us down in uh, uh, Plano? And so that kind of typifies uh, our fractured uh, government. And uh, I think it can be overcome by all of the individuals working together in one unison. I'm thrilled with GSL, Greater St. Louis, that you're getting a lot of the organizations that were all doing the same thing under one banner uh, so we can look like a unified front and go out and attract businesses. Because I think the assets you have in St. Louis with the arch, uh, with the zoo, uh, all of the uh, things that we're bringing on, we're far superior to Indianapolis, uh, Nashville, uh, but uh, we, we need to get our act together and, and act that way. Well, Bob, you're certainly part of that solution. I, people know you as the owner of uh, 20 hotels in town, which is by far more than anybody else, but you have a lot more than that. So I'm thinking Union Station, our wheel, I'm thinking the Aquarium uh, 360, that innovative bar you put up on top of your Hilton overlooking the ballpark. Talk about those for a second and, and what, perhaps what's been your biggest surprise? Well, every place I've ever been around the country or any hotel I was uh, involved with, I wanted to do something unique so competitively uh, we would shine and, and get most of the business. So when I bought the Hilton at the ballpark, again, uh, was uh, Marriott gave the keys back to the lender. I went in and did a deal with the lender. And so uh, I took a trip to Chicago. I saw a great rooftop bar. I called the guy who designed it. I said, bring it down. I said, I'd like to do 360. So it's a rooftop bar on steroids. It turned out to be one of the top rooftop bars literally in the world. You can look it up. And it's a great place when people are coming coming from out of town to go up and see the arch, the river, uh, the baseball stadium, and it, it's been a big hit. Uh, likewise, uh, uh, as you well know, Mike, uh, Union Station uh, was in bankruptcy, and uh, I got a call, and I looked at it, and I said, you know, this looks like a good opportunity. And so uh, I bought it, and uh, people thought initially I was crazy to take on that kind of a project, but, you know, I felt that... Uh, you know, heck, uh, this is going to be a fun project. So we initially put $52 million into renovating all of the rooms and put in good meeting and exhibit space. And we did a uh, show in our lobby, uh, which uh, it's a light show and it's really spectacular. And the guy who did it for me said, uh, you've won an award. We want you to go out to uh, 
California, where they're giving an award to Disney, who got it for Small World. And the guy who wrote the song came in and played the piano and told that story. And then Universal with Harry Potter. And then it announced me, you're all in tuxedos. It's like the uh, Golden Globes or, you know, the Academy Awards. And I went up there and they said, uh, from St. Louis in the small budget category is the light show and uh, so I, I had to, you know, it was a great opening. I said, the thing I'm most proud about this award, I'm in the small budget category. And so I kind of brought down the house with everybody that were the big players. And so uh, it continued. And I always say this when I'm uh, talking to people, you know, if you buy a train station, you might as well buy a train. So uh, we worked with Ed Boyce, who's a mutual friend of ours. And Ed was very helpful. I bought eight cars and I decided to do the Polar Express. And so we're now in our seventh season of the Polar Express, and I'm proud to say that uh, we, sh we sold 75,000 tickets. It's become a favorite of everybody in St. Louis, and I just go down there and watch families come out uh, off the train in their pajamas with big smiles on their face to you know, go through the holiday season. We're the largest in the country, uh, for there's about 10 Polar Expresses around the country and ticket sales. So we're very proud of that. Uh, and, uh, and then uh, I said, uh, I was on the zoo board, so I asked the folks at the zoo, why haven't anybody looked at doing a aquarium? And they said, well, it's labor intensive and we just passed on it. That's not our, our deal. Well, we're the largest city in the United States without an aquarium. So I said, would you mind if I did it? And they said, no. So we usually, when we do something, we beat it to death. I've literally visited every aquarium in the United States. Uh, and then uh, finally uh, decided, uh, I interviewed Hershen and Ripley's to come in and do it. And then decided to do it myself in the end. And I said, we ought to do a wheel along with it. So consequently, uh, we went over to Amsterdam to look at where they make wheels. And uh, I hate to, it's kind of embarrassing to say it, but I showed up at JFK and uh, my passport had expired. <laughs> and so uh, I went to my partner's house, stayed overnight, and we found out that it takes three and a half months to get a passport. And so I had to call my old friend Kit Bond and say, can you help me? He referred me to Roy Blunt, and now I can say this because uh, Roy is out of office. He wrote a letter, sent it to the Stanford, Connecticut uh, place. I walked in there, and they said, you must be the guy from Missouri. I said, yes. And so they said, come with me. And they said, come back after lunch. And I went back to lunch. They said, here's your passport. I got it within three hours, went over to Amsterdam, and we got the wheel. So, uh, Oh, my. That's so awesome. We <laughs> Friends ended, in high places. Yes. <laughs> we ended up uh, turning uh, Union Station into not only an aquarium, uh, but it's a convention uh, family entertainment facility that has really been hugely successful and well-received by the people in St. Louis. I am just smiling like a like a kid in a candy store. It is so amazing to hear the background and the stories and 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 Mike he delivers it all just like he's talking about and I met, you know I made pancakes this morning. I told you he's a, he's a doer. <laughs> well let and, let and let me say this to you Bob, you're going to love this but uh I have done the Polar Express twice. Because um, my son is an actor, so he's one of the one of the actors on it, and uh, I didn't I didn't bring any children with me. It was just two grown people doing Polar Express, and it is a family thing. Lots of little kids, but lots of adults just loving it too. And you included this past season the adult 
the boozy Polar Express, right, for the first time. That's exactly right. There's a kid in all of us, <laughs> yes. so we got to take care of everybody down there. Speaking of kids, uh, you're, it's a family business. We want to talk about that as well. Uh, and I do, I, I do have a question, too, about um, population loss and, and how where your concern is with us as a region and what we do to grow this region. So we'll take a break and come back with more. Uh, PNCC speak, the language of executives.